Money Roots is made possible by the support of our sponsor, Rooted Planning Group. Are you ready to take control of your financial future? Look no further than Rooted Planning Group, your trusted partner in financial well-being. At www.rootedpg.com, you'll discover a wealth of resources and expertise to help you thrive financially. Rooted Planning Group specializes in personalized financial planning, investment management, and retirement strategies. They understand that every financial journey is unique, and they're here to guide you every step of the way. With a team of experienced advisors, Rooted Planning Group is committed to helping you cultivate a secure and prosperous future. Visit www.rootedpg.com today to learn more about how Rooted Planning Group can help you grow your money roots. Every week, it's my goal to share financial information that helps you from both your financial and life vineyard. We hope to take you from your roots to the journey of your vines and the influences in the air that help craft your delicious life. Like wine, life and finances have different palettes that should be celebrated and not judged. Welcome to this edition of Wine and Dime with Amy Irvine. We have a special edition, what we're calling the walkthrough edition. So the idea behind this edition is to kind of take a situation that somebody is going to be experiencing real life and sort of walk them through some ideas that might help them either save money or just some planning, something around that in general. But before we get started, I'd like to welcome TJ to the show and ask the famous question of, is there a particular wine that you would recommend? Uh, well, I uh, I tried that wine that you recommended to me, uh, Abbey Rose. Uh-huh. Um, it was pretty good. Uh, little, a little sweet um, still for me, but it was it was pretty good. That's a Lakewood, a Seneca Lake, um, Lakewood wine. Yeah, that is a good, that's what I call the transition wine because it kind of starts to transition you into the drier side or to the sweeter side. So you can kind of, it's a, it's a good middle of the road wine in my opinion. Yeah, generally not a big wine drinker, but the, uh, I usually stick to beer, <laughs> um, but, uh, that was pretty good. Uh, me and Heather were in the mood for wine one night and just decided to, to reach Try out to you new. and. <laughs> and uh, and uh, it turned out pretty good. <laughs> What's your favorite kind of beer? Is it dark or light beer? Uh, I, I like wheat. Uh, okay. My favorite is uh, Allagash uh, mm-hmm. uh, white um, that they have. It's really good. A little hoppy, Friends. but not yeah. quite like an IPA. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's in a little citrusy. So you get kind of, you know, a nice flavor um, that's not an IPA. Yeah, I'm not a huge IPA fan myself. And that, to be honest with you, I would go like porters and stouts most of the time yeah. with a dark ale thrown into there occasionally. But I'm I'm definitely anything lighter than a dark ale. I'm like, well, I'll have a sip. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I just haven't found one yet. So you guys are planning a summer vacation. You're thinking about going on a little bit of a summer vacation. Well, it's uh, mine and Heather's 20 year this summer. So we're trying to figure out something to do and we want to do something kind of special, spend a little more money. And we're jumping around between like a traditional vacation where we go to maybe Outer Banks or Ocean City, get a hotel, stay there for 
you know, five, six, seven days, how many ever, or, uh, we're thinking about maybe trying to do an all inclusive somewhere. Um, just cause I like the idea of kind of having most of your things paid for yeah, or, um, possibly a cruise. And I know cruises right now are a little on the, uh, risque side, but we're hoping by July, those numbers start coming back down into reasonable numbers. The COVID yeah. Numbers. So if you start looking at how much those cost, cause right now is actually a pretty decent time to buy. Um, yeah, to get yeah, one of those. we've definitely been looking around. I mean, um, we're looking for something more adult themed, like, <laughs> less. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind kids obviously, and, and we love our kids dearly, but uh, something that doesn't have an amusement park on it, uh, might be <laughs> ideal. Is the um, idea. It's just the two of you. It's not, yes. the kids would not be coming along. Yeah. Okay. And actually, and following that up, uh, the file next summer, we would love to take a vacation before Trey heads off to college, a yeah. family vacation. Yeah. So, um, we're looking at maybe like, a, that's when we want to do like run a house in the outer banks mm-hmm. or something along those lines. Um, but have you set some, a lot of planning? Yeah. Have you set some price limits just in general? Like, have you set a budget as to what you think you want to spend or is it, is that part uh, of the planning process? It's kind of part of the planning process. It's more like the way we've been doing it or I've been doing it, I should say, is shopping around and seeing where we're going to get the most value for our money. Mm-hmm. And that's why we attend, we've been tend to coming back to cruises mm-hmm. just because like, um, I can get like a seven day Bermuda, Bermuda cruise for three grand yeah. or we could get a all inclusive in, um, say the Bahamas oh, or Mexico mm-hmm. or Mexico for say f- three grand, but mm-hmm. that doesn't include flights. Yeah. So now it's four grand or five grand. The nice part about the cruise we're looking at, it takes, it leaves out of, um, uh, Cape Liberty, New York. So we could drive to the port, um, no flights involved, um, things like that. One of the, um, one of the places that I kind of follow for flights, there's a couple different, um, places that I'll, I'll watch if I don't, if it doesn't have to be a particular airline is I'll do cheap flights. Um, is some place that I like, you know, we'll actually watch priceline.com slash lights is another place that I will watch. Um, kayak has some flight searches and kind of watches for you. So they, you can kind of get alerts and when there's like special, um, tickets that come out, but sheepflights.com, you can actually put in like find deals and then it will let you know, like if something comes up within your window of time, it'll actually let you know that those, uh, flights are available. I still get notifications every once in a while for like going out to Denver or other places that I've been, you know, occasionally here and there that I was looking for cheap flights. That's my go-to. And Brent and I are thinking about going out to Oregon either this year, probably this year. And then next year would be Scotland. So I've got like some alerts set to, you know, the time frame that we want to go. And that's a lot of times with vacations, if you can be just a little bit flexible by a couple of days, uh, when you're in that planning process, that's one of those things that you can watch for sort of non-peak, but when everything's still open. So you're, you're talking about going in July, which is technically kind of a peaked period of time, but not so much, um, 
not so much so that for like some of those uh, adult locations, because it's not like it's winter and people are trying to get away. It's more, you know, uh, I'm going on a holiday and I'm going from warm New York at that point in time to warm Aruba or Bermuda or someplace like that. So it's not, it's not like it's a February timeframe that you're going. So the fact that you're going in a, um, everything's open and it's, you know, it's not necessarily an area that people think to like, I want to go somewhere warm right now, or it's not spring break. A couple of years ago, when we had your kids down for a couple of days, we picked like around Martin Luther King day, I think. And so everything that they would want to go to was open, but it wasn't a peak season. Like two weeks after that, flights went up by like $300 and everything became super, super expensive. So that's kind of a looking to see when those peak times are, I think is very helpful um, when you're trying to plan for things. And if if you're doing a like all-inclusive, you can't do this, but um, we usually encourage people to do like snack, like pick their snacks and their drinks. Like if you're driving somewhere, if you're going somewhere, in those vacation areas, it's always super expensive. Everything is super expensive. So if you are coming from home into a vacation area and you're actually driving or able to pack some of that, that's definitely something that you can save quite a bit of money on and spend it on like the excursions versus versus the food that's there necessarily. Right. I saw um, that on, uh, on some cruise tips, like uh, on your way off the boat, take a couple of bottled waters with you, save yourself some money. Uh, right. Things like Versus that. buying it in, at the, sh- at the actual port that you're at. Right. Instead of buying it. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is if you can, depending on when you're going to, sometimes it's cheaper to go from like a Tuesday to a Tuesday versus a Friday to a Friday or a Saturday to a Saturday or something, having some off days a little bit like that sometimes can um, save you a little bit of money when you're looking. And again, flights are sometimes cheaper when you do it that way because the demand isn't as great often if you do it that way. Um, They used to say Tuesdays were the day that you could go and check on flights and they would often be cheaper. It's not prime time that people are out there looking for flights, but we're in such a different sort of environment anymore that I don't really know that it much matters. It's about the availability of flights at this point in in time. Make sure that you get your passports now (laughs) if you haven't done that already, um, because it will cost you extra if you have to rush them and things are painfully slow right now. We we need to get our passports. We don't have them. Um, That was something we were looking at. I actually got, Mom had my uh, uh, original birth certificate at her house still. So that was nice. Oh. So I we went over and grabbed that and uh, we just got to get the paperwork filled out. Heather has hers. So all we have to do is get that. And then we got to get down to the post office and get it sent in. I yeah. want to do it this month um, because it says yep. 10 to 12 weeks. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what, about three months? Yeah. Um, so that should give us a three month ish. Uh, yeah. Window. If that it was running slow, and they are, <laughs> they are. I mean, I, that's what they say the typical time frame is. But I would give it that extra window, so the the sooner the better. And then also, do you guys have like, do your credit cards or any of them? Do they have like cash back or travel points or anything like that on them right now? Um, no, I don't. We don't have a ton of credit cards. 
Um, we've got a few. Um, main one we use doesn't, I mean, it has some cashback rewards, nothing major. Um, never really thought about getting like one of those vacation perk ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, that that's about where we're at with that one. I know I don't have a ton of rewards on that. I'd have to actually log in and see. So, uh, but. Uh, so one of the things that you might want to consider is, um, we actually have an American Express Delta card. So it's actually through Delta. And so all of the, we put a lot of our stuff through that credit card, like all our auto pay stuff kind of goes through there. And then we buy groceries and stuff like that with that card. And then it usually pays for um, like the trip out to Oregon, it will probably pay for 90% of that flight. You know, so it's just, you know, the normal purchases that I'm making and we're able to to pay for most of our our flight vacation once a year. If you're, if there's a particular airline that you you know, you're going to probably be likely to travel on almost all the airlines have those kind of points, or you can just do a generic one. Like capital one has one, um, that has just generic points. Just make sure that there aren't like blackout provisions and stuff like that. Um, or have one that does pay cash back, but it's a really decent cash back amount and have some of your normal transactions go on that credit card. Even if you go in and pay it off weekly, like that's what some people will do is because they don't want to, they don't want any kind of credit card debt. So they'll go in every week and they'll pay the balance off every Friday. But in the meantime, they're actually building those points to be able to pay for like, you know, their flight or could be their, um, some of their excursions, or it could be like part of the hotel or something like that, that they actually are covering. And, and that, a lot of times too, especially if you're traveling internationally, find out if that particular credit card is beneficial from a standpoint of uh, it doesn't have like an exchange charge. So if you're going to be traveling international and it's not U.S. there's like it's either euro or there's not U.S. dollars, um, a lot of credit cards will charge you a fee for any kind of exchange costs that exists. So some of them will say, you know, they'll just charge you in U.S. dollars, but there's no exchange cost. So something might be priced in euros, an example, and that equivalent might be like, say it's 132 and the equivalent is 150 of U.S. dollars. It's just going to charge you the 150. It's not going to charge you an exchange fee. So that because those can rack up depending on where you guys end up end up going. And it's also good to have a little bit of cash on hand if it is a U.S. area only because um, if you needed to pull from an ATM in an area that carries dollars, then you're usually going to have like ATM fees associated with that. So again, depending on where you end up going, find out if there's good places to get cash if you did need cash on hand, or if there was that kind of exchange cost associated with it. Okay. Um, the other, other thing is when you go on vacation with stuff like that, it's really good to have two cards, two credit cards, because if one, like, for example, let's say one gets compromised in the middle of your travel, then you really need to have a backup credit card. And usually like Brent and I tend to carry that American Express 
Um, I have a Discover card that I also use, and then he has a Visa. So if anything ever happened, like we technically have three different cards that we could use if we needed to, so that you don't get stranded <laughs> and have to use like a debit card. We're really, especially when you're traveling, we encourage people not to use their debit debit card uh, during that period of time. Um, if somebody did get your PIN number or was able to get into that and it's directly tied to your checking or savings account and you're somewhere international, that's a big problem. Um, let's see. Some of the other items. TripAdvisor is a great place. They have some excellent information that you can often, um, it includes like the areas and would be helpful the cities and restaurants and nearby activities. So if you're trying to put a budget together, you can kind of go out there and look and see what is available um, within a general you know, area and start putting that budget together to say, okay, well, if we want to raise $5,000 for our trip, all right, well, here's, you know, here, here's how we came up with that figure. Um, we, we looked at the hotel costs. We looked at the all-inclusive cost. We looked at what the restaurant costs on average were. We looked at what some of the activities were. Okay, so our budget is $5,000. And then you're able to sort of back into that and say, well, if that's what we want to spend and we have 10 weeks to save for it or something, then you'd be able to say, okay, we need to set $500 aside for the next 10 weeks to like have a really good vacation and not be worried about like coming home to any kind of debt or trying to, you know, stress about it, especially when it's a big thing like this, it's your 20th anniversary. You really want to be like, Hey, we've got it. We've got the money set aside. We're good to go. Yep. Um, also sometimes it's when you're looking for rooms to stay in, um, you can look for, like, it, it looks like it costs more if you have a suite, but if you're able to have like breakfast and lunch um, in your in your nice little sweet area, and maybe it has a nice balcony or something, and then only eat dinner out, it may end up costing you less in the long run than if you were to eat all three meals out or if they have like a continental breakfast or something like that. And again, if you're thinking all inclusive, you may not have that issue whatsoever. But if you're thinking, you know, something where you have to you have to decide where to go, then um, that might be one of those things that you look at the hotel room and it's, oh, the suite is more money per night. But then if you think about what you might save in food costs, that might not actually be that much. Also look for public transportation passes. If you're going to be there for a period of time, it may actually make sense for you to buy like a one week pass instead of buying, you know, as you need public transportation and with what car rentals are right now, the cost of car rentals, and in some cases are more than the cost of your plane ticket. So you could save a lot of money with public transportation if it's available. Yeah, we did that in Vegas. Uh, public transportation. Yeah, we got the, the tram pass for the week and it saved us a ton. Lots we didn't Uber. have to take Ubers. The only thing we had to take an Uber for was for the to the airport yep. and back and everything else. We just walked or took the tram. Yeah. A lot cheaper. And then oh, especially yeah. than Ubers too. I mean, cause Ubers aren't, aren't cheap either. So if you can do that public transportation, it, it really makes sense. And the trip advisor might give you some idea of what some of those costs would be. Uh, Becky on our team actually suggested that. And she, she said, you know, sometimes buying that weekly pass will be cheaper than purchasing in individual, like, 
fare, you know, per ride. And you can usually load like a map on like an app on your phone that kind of shows you like what the different stops are. Um, and then she also mentioned Groupon, like if there's particular things that you might want to do in the area to really search Groupon. Uh, and they, that she said that she'd found uh, tours and activities that they were already going to do anyways, but they got them much cheaper by, by going out on Groupon. And she is our coupon master. Like you want to know where a coupon is, you talk to Becky, she'll find it for you. Um, when we were doing some of our Christmas cards this year for the um, for the for our rooted planning group to send out to clients, and when we ordered our little gripper thing, uh, she found us like coupons left and right. I mean, it's just she's just really amazing at that sort of thing. And she also mentioned uh, something that I will remind people to have is to have an envelope um, that's labeled ice. So in case of emergency of people to contact, if anything should ever happen to you and that might want to have like a, a copy of your medical insurance card in there, also a copy of your driver's license, um, especially if for some reason, like your wallet got stolen or something like that. If you don't have a copy of that information, you could be in a big pickle um, trying to get especially internationally traveling, a copy of your passport, those kinds of things. My suggestion um, is to, if you're working with us, is to give us a copy and have it loaded into our vault for you. And that way, if anything ever happens, we can get that information to you, whether it's faxing it to an embassy or faxing it to you locally, or even just you know, on the app, being able to get to it, get access to it so that you'd be able to have that documentation and wouldn't be carrying it around in paper form necessarily. If you have a, if you're a triple A member, sometimes you can get stuff cheaper through them. I know Brent and I book all of our car. Whenever we rent a car, we always book through AAA. Uh, most of the time you don't need to put anything down. So there's no cancellation fees. If you don't end up using the rental, usually there's some kind of major discount through AAA as well. The membership fee usually is like $55 a year. So if you've got a big year that you're going to be doing something like this, it may be worthwhile to actually look and see like what would it cost if you were a AAA member. And a lot of hotels have AAA discounts as well if you're a member. Plus, as you may recall, a couple of years ago, you might have to use them occasionally when I somehow left my lights on in my car at one of tri- uh, Trey, no, Connor's uh, baseball games, and I had to have them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I and actually <laughs> charge my battery. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, you don't have that, but you know that's certainly something um, that would be an, an added value, I guess you want to say. Um, any other questions or thoughts on planning around? Um, what about um? Uh, travel insurance. Ah, great. I read a little bit about that. Yeah. So something that you should check on when you're doing travel, whether or not you need travel insurance is the credit card that you actually use to purchase the trip on often will have trip insurance built into it. So you want to look down through the, um, the benefits that you actually have on your credit card and then um, see if that's a benefit that you're already getting just as a, a value um, 
that you don't even have to actually pay extra for. If they don't have it in today's world, it's it, it may very well be worth it. But as far as like buying it through the booking company, often we find that you can actually take out a policy, a travel insurance policy through an independent uh, company like... Um, Oh, I think AAA has one. There's several different companies that you can actually go independently and get the coverage through that will be cheaper. I know John Hancock is one that a lot of people probably are familiar with, but they they usually will underwrite it cheaper than like getting it directly through the company. And some of like if it's um if you have a medical condition on top of that, like they, they usually will have something related to that. And in today's world, usually if it's COVID related, they'll they'll reimburse 100% of the trip. And if it's not COVID related, then it's you know somewhere in the neighborhood of like 75% or something like that. But if it's medical related, then they'll, they'll be um, top reimbursement. But again, you might want to check with your credit card company or if you get a new card, um, check to see if that's one of the benefits that's on that's in the list of benefits for that new card because it might already be included. Okay. I like that because I have a a chase card. That's my main one that we use. And it might be on there. Like I I've, I've yeah, never really dug into right. the benefits. Yeah. And if you can't find it, then you may want to um then you may want to look and see if uh uh, if there is one out there that you would use, or if they have another card that would actually be beneficial, sometimes just calling them and saying, you know, I'm looking for something that provides this. They'll say, well, that, you know, your card doesn't currently have it, but we do have this other card over here that that does have it. And sometimes there's a window, like it has to have been booked within so many days and, you know, canceled and stuff like that. So just know those details. Um, I know when Brett and I, um, we're going to come down in the summer down to Florida. Um, we booked the trip like in May or April, I think it was. And because it was, the t- tickets were super cheap at that point in time to come down in July. I mean, it's not necessarily a destination place in the middle of the summer. So when his mom did, was determined to be real sick, we ended up canceled that trip. And I did not take trip insurance on that. And we only got like half of our flight back as a credit. So, I mean, they were kind enough. Technically, they didn't have to give us anything. They were kind enough to give us 50% back considering, um, you know, the situation. But there was all the, like, they only gave us the flight back, not all of the um, government fees and all of that sort of stuff. They couldn't reimburse any of that, where sometimes flight or trip insurance will actually give you all of your money back on the flights if there's a situation like that. So also just make sure like whatever, if you end up doing trip insurance, make sure that it covers like any reason, you know, like it could be illness or it could be a death in the family or it could be, you know, it's not anything like we just can't go or there could be limitations that are related to health or family or, you know, and then you have to prove that sort of situation. So ask the questions about like, well, what's included in trip insurance? It's not just, is it everything, like any reason in general, or is it specific to a a particular reason that I would get my money back? Okay. I like that one. 
And then if you do a car rental, if you end up doing a car rental, a lot of times they'll encourage you to take their insurance. Again, your credit card may have added insurance in addition to your regular insurance that you already have. So you may not need to pay the you have the basic, but that you may not need to pay that extra amount, which is really the expensive part a lot of times in the car rental. I mean, they really jack that extra liability insurance up. So if your credit card has that already on there, or if you have a really high amount on your coverage already, you may not need that extra coverage. Okay. I'm hoping to avoid having to rent a car. Like, Yeah, that's, that's expensive right now. Yeah. Yeah. Rental cars right now are super expensive. They're just hard to get. It's like any car is hard to get right now. So if you can use that public transportation, like that's a great way to get around. Plus not driving in an area that you don't really know, you know, that's, that's a plus. You can actually sit back and kind of just enjoy it a little bit. Yeah. Rent bicycles. That's the best place best way <laughs> to see things. <laughs> Well, that's exciting that you guys are doing this. I hope this gave you some ideas on um, some sort of travel hacks that you uh, you might be able to come up with. And certainly if we, um, I know we have, a, um, I think we have a, a worksheet I'll try to send or put in the show notes too, from a standpoint of some websites that people can kind of go to also. It was a, um, a money sprout that we did not too long ago on t- ways to save some money. Um, and vacation, there was a couple of websites on on that uh, on that money sprout. So I'll I'll put that in the show notes as well for for folks to refer back to. In addition to these tips, well, thank you for taking time out of your day for being on the show and asking your question and being the first to uh, to experience this sort of walkthrough situation. If you are interested in being somebody who wants to be on the podcast for a similar type situation, we'd love to hear you. You can find us on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook. Um, gosh, what are we on? LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of those places. Reach out to us. Uh, let us know that you'd like to be on the show for your walkthrough. We'd love to have you. And as always, uh, stay tuned to our newsletter and our new uh, section of our website called Asking for a Friend. Thanks, everyone. Hope you have a great day. Thanks. And that will about do it for today's episode of Wine and Dime. You can contact Amy through the website, www.rootedpg.com or amy at rootedpg.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rootedpg for the latest news. And if you have any questions, comments, or topics you would like to hear about, feel free to let us know. And don't forget to rate and subscribe the show wherever you get your podcasts. And again, thank you for listening and be sure to tune in next time.